Hey there, faculty and students. This week on the Curriculum Revolution 22 podcast, we'd like to share with you some summer reading recommendations. I asked the Curriculum Revolution leadership team members to submit just one book recommendation that aligned with some aspect of Curriculum Revolution 22 to add to your summer reading list. A few of these are instructional and a few of these are for entertainment or reflection. The full book list is in the newsletter and we're working towards ensuring that these books are all represented in our UMass library collection with either physical copies or e-copies very soon. I'll start off with my own recommendation, which unfortunately is one of the drier ones, but um, I'm recommending to you guys the Handbook on Medical Student Evaluation and Assessment. Um, And no, the title's pretty dry. This is a publication from the Alliance for Clinical Education that grew out of a chapter in another popular book by the same group called the Clerkship Educator's Guide. This book's intended to provide really practical guidance for clinical educators who evaluate students. And that's exactly what I love about it. It's so very practical. It's well cited in case the reader wants to look more into the evidence or theory behind a particular recommendation or practice. I confess that I've never read this book cover to cover. I'm not recommending that you do so, but instead I've read various sections based on what I'm working on or problems I've encountered. And a chapter I really appreciated was chapter six on the post-clerkship year and assessment strategies for this phase of advanced clinical training. The authors reflect here on the transition from expectations of a medical student as a reliable reporter in their clerkship year to interpreters of medical information or managers of medical information in their fourth year. And they point out that the higher level skills that should be assessed in the advanced phase include things like order writing, advanced care planning, consultation, transitions of care, including patient handoffs. I'm revisiting this chapter now that as we start to rebuild our fourth year and thinking about ways to really offer our students concrete and meaningful assessment in the fourth year in the advanced stage of their undergraduate medical training um, on some of these things. So the second one um, is very different. Ashton Gunn, our senior project manager on the leadership team, is recommending a book called 1Q84 by Haruki Murakami. This is a work of fiction, but based on Ashton's description may not be light reading. Haruki Murakami is who Ashton turns to when he needs to be lost in a familiar place. The premise covers a fictionalized year of 1984 in parallel with a real one. And when he first read 1Q84 for the first time, Ashton reported that it felt like science fiction. But then fast forward to 2021 and this tale of a young woman experiencing versions of the same year actually seems plausible, like not in a real way, but in the sense that 2020 was both lost because it was so different from preceding years and found because it changed the way that Ashton personally looked at the world around him. The newness reminded Ashton to venture off the beaten path, to be mindful and present, and to build relationships that had otherwise been taken for granted. So Ashton writes writes that he hopes that you can carve out a few hours to take this journey and experience for yourself both the familiar and the different, and then reflect on your own 2020 to find meaning and inspiration to carry forward in your work, community, family, and relationships. Melissa Fisher is recommending The Organ Thieves, the shocking story of the first heart transplant in the segregated South. So this nonfiction work is by Chip Jones, and Melissa says it's been on her reading list since she saw it on the New York Times book review last summer. And she offers it as much for the report of what it tells as for what it doesn't. The New York Times book review describes both the skilled research and the missed opportunities for digging more deeply into the ethics of the medical profession, the history of informed consent, 
and the systemic racism inherent in the practice of medicine. Taken together with the New York Times book review, it promises to be provocative, and Melissa hopes that it will help us as a community to expand our conversation and action. Sam Fox, one of our medical students who's in his third year, also recommended a book um, entitled How We Learn by Benedict Carey. And this is uh, part of the description that he offers. So Sam writes that this book looks at the nature and biology of our brains and serves as a springboard for a fun to read exploration of our learning habits and even a manual on how to harness the full power of innate memory mechanisms. Not surprisingly, Mitch Gitkin um, has, uh, is offering the health system science second edition. So this publication, which is sponsored by the AMA, is really considered the Bible for, for people seeking to understand the health system science discipline. And Mitch uh, considers it essential to anyone contributing to the development of HSS curriculum. While not necessarily a page turner, it's very well organized and it allows the readers to look for specific core domains or a more granular topic pertaining to HSS. Its table of contents, chapter intros, and glossary are all outstanding in Mitch's opinion, and the authors are all the best-known people in the HSS world. So make sure that you are looking at the second edition if you are referencing that one. Those are our five books to get you started for the summer, and we are working to get physical and or e-copies in our own library for you. That's it. I'll see you guys next week.